Ladies and scaredy cats, Andy here, author of the best Tinder guide on the internet and world's biggest scaredy cat. This is the Kill You're In A Loser podcast. Let's fucking go. I think people have this notion that a lot of the things that I've done have been easy for me or that I've met them, met those challenges with courage and it's been relatively smooth. But I hate to, you know, sort of I don't hate to. I love to pull the curtain aside and say, no, I've been really fucking terrified with most of the goals that I've achieved. It's been really, really hard for me for a lot of them, most of them. I'm not someone that has a lot of courage, despite what you might think. It's very easy to look at someone who's achieved a bunch of things and say, oh, well, you know, he must just be good at achieving those things. It's probably been pretty easy or he's probably pretty good at that stuff. No. I'm not someone that has a lot of courage. I'm usually shitting myself before everything I do, before every new goal that I work on. I pussy out on so many things, thousands and millions of times. I'm usually terrified before I start working on the next goal. I have to talk myself into it. I have to get my friends to help me talk, to to help talk me into it. I have to get Imogen, my girlfriend, to talk me into it. I'm usually really fucking scared. And one of the things that I was the most scared of doing, probably the most terrifying thing I've done over the last like six years, was deciding to make things serious with Immy. It really was one of the scariest, most terrifying things that I've done. We'd been sleeping together for about, like we were casual for about nine months maybe. We had recently said I love you to each other. We were pretty invested in each other. We really liked each other. We're very, very, very close. And we had been through a lot together. She had achieved a lot and I had watched her do that. She'd grown a lot. She watched me grow a lot. But we were at this point where I think we were both ready to say, should we just call this a relationship? And we had some conversations for a couple of months, actually. We were talking about it for a couple of months before we really went all in and said, all right, we're in a relationship. And for backstory, I had been in, I think the reason that we held back so long is I had been in some really horrible relationships for about eight or nine years in total. I've talked about this on my website. Go to my website and read the transformation article that I have on there. I talk about it. And I was really terrified of that happening again, as in getting into a bad relationship or not being able to enforce my own boundaries, which I really had issues with in my old relationships. I just didn't walk away. I didn't say no. I didn't say, you know, stop being abusive. I didn't defend myself. And I didn't have any clue of how to be in a relationship. You guys have to understand, like, when I got into this relationship or when I upgraded to a relationship with Immy, because we were already seeing each other casually, and that's the way I recommend you all do it. Don't go looking for a relationship. Date casually, and if you start to grow close after about six months, maybe a year, then you can have the conversation of, like, yo, let's go all in. Let's make this serious. But at that point, I had no idea how to navigate a relationship. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Literally no idea. And you guys know, you've seen Immy on the podcast and on the YouTube videos. We're pretty fucking happy. We've talked about that a lot of times. If I can get to a point where I had, you know, I was at the point where I had no idea what I was doing. Really terrified that I was going to screw everything up like I had done in the past. Terrified that I wouldn't enforce my own boundaries and this would turn into yet another abusive relationship. I was terrified of all of that. And if I can go from that to having this happy, fulfilling, amazing relationship, you know, we've been together for about four and a half years now, that should show you what's possible. 
I say this on my website all the time. If I can do this, you sure as hell can too. There's a lot of you. I'm working with a couple of coaching clients right now who want relationships. And some of you are really freaking terrified of like, but I don't know how to be in a relationship. I've only ever dated casually. I don't know how to, you know, make a girl want to stick around. Not that you can make her, but you know what I mean? I don't know how to have a girl stick around. I don't know how to be the kind of man that a woman would want to commit to. I don't know how to do any of that. And I say the same to these clients, the same thing I'll say to you guys. I didn't know what to do at the start either. I really didn't. And we're going to go through a couple of things that I did that really helped. And I'll give you guys some advice. But the best advice I can give you is give yourself permission to suck. It's okay to not be good at relationships. It's okay to not really know how to commit to someone. It's okay to not really have any relationship skills whatsoever. I've said this conversation, I've had this conversation with some of the girls that Imogen and I have slept with and dated, where they're terrified and they say, I don't know how to be in a relationship. I don't know how to keep a guy around. I don't know how to be an interesting woman. Then we always say, that's okay. You can figure it out. You can learn it. We'll, we'll try and teach you. We'll try and tell you what we've learned. But some of this is just experimentation. And that's what I mean when I say, give yourself permission to suck. You don't have to have all the answers. You can figure it out. You can make a few mistakes. You can learn. You can grow. You can have a growth mindset. You can improve one step at a time, one day at a time. You will get better. And I'm really grateful that I took the chance on being with Imogen. And it was a chance. You guys have, again, no matter how much I say it in this podcast, you won't understand how fucking terrified I was to do this. Every single bone in my body screamed, don't do it, don't do this, like, don't be vulnerable, don't commit, don't tie yourself down, run away. It was really, really hard. I'm someone that really values my freedom above all else. It's why 2020 and 2021 were pretty rough with all of the lockdowns and the government shit. I'm someone that very much values freedom above all else. And I very much was terrified of tying myself down again, you know, for the third relationship, I was terrified that it was going to be this, you know, everything that my first two relationships were. You have to understand, I was really, 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 really terrified. And so it's okay if you guys are too. Imogen was terrified too. I've talked about her backstory and she's talked about it on a few videos and podcasts. But her parents went through a really horrible divorce when she was about eight years old. It was really, really bad. Like the kind of divorce that they have in movies and shit, like worse than that even. It was the two people divorcing and then using their children almost against each other and only communicating to each other through the children, like telling the children, hey, you need to tell your father this. Hey, tell your mother this. Like it was just not a pretty divorce. And things are a lot more amicable now. I've met her mother. I've lived with her mother. For, we stayed with her mother for about, you know, five or six months during the lockdown. Her mother is a lovely human being, really fucking just lovely person. But the divorce was pretty messy. And it, it was two people that really didn't like each other going to war with each other. And the children were kind of caught in the crossfire. And Imogen has said many times, I know my parents just did the best they could. They weren't trying to hurt us. They weren't well, they were trying to hurt each other, but that was just because they were in pain. And so the point is, Imogen went through this really messy divorce with her parents. And she's had other relationships in, the, in her family where they break up and it's not great and other unhappy relationships. That's kind of her template for a relationship. From what she's seen, she's seen 
People who get together eventually break up and it's really horrible and they hate each other. That's her narrative. That's her story. That's her template of a relationship. That's her blueprint of a relationship. And so she, as I'm sure you can imagine, was goddamn terrified to get into a relationship with me. Especially when you factor in all the extra stuff of she had never been in a relationship before. She was only 18 and I was, what, 31 at the time? 30 at the time? So older guy, all of the fucking fear of like, oh my God, what if I don't know how to enforce my boundaries? I don't even know what my boundaries are. I'm 18 years old. I'm a, you know, I've never been in a relationship. I'm this cute feminine, super submissive. She was so submissive when I met her. I've had to like train her to be assertive and she absolutely is really assertive now, but like she was not at the start. She couldn't even look me in the eyes. She couldn't make eye contact with, with anyone really, but especially not men. Like she, she really, really, really was terrified to be in a relationship with me. Really terrified. Add on top of that, the fact that we were in an open relationship, she had no idea how that was going to go. She had no idea how to deal with jealousy when I slept with other girls. She had, she was really fucking terrified, just as terrified as me. And so again, if you guys are sort of nervous to take that next leap, which a lot of you are, maybe you're at the stage where you've had a lot of casual sex or you've had a decent amount of casual sex and you're like, you know what? I, I think I want something a little more than this. I'm happy to have casual sex, but if I meet the right chick, I would like to see where things lead. I'd like to build something with her if she's a cool chick. Like, you're at that stage, but you're really terrified. You're worried, what if I fuck it up? I was exactly there, so was Imogen. One thing that helped both of us to give it a shot was having no expectations and just taking things one day at a time, taking every single day as it comes. When I say no expectations, what I mean is like we had no expectations of a perfect relationship. In fact, we both gave ourselves permission to suck. I literally said to her, we're going to give ourselves permission to suck if we do this. I said that out loud, and I would recommend you say the same to yourself and to the girl if you want to. We literally said to each other, we're both shit at relationships. You've never been in one. Your parents divorced. You know, other members of your family have just not had the best relationships. The divorce affected you a lot. And I've only ever been in toxic, unhealthy relationships. Like, we are going to suck at this. We are two people that don't know how to have a relationship, don't know what the fuck we're doing, and we have to, like, humble ourselves here. We literally have to humble ourselves. We can't have a big ego and say, oh, I need to be good at this, which is what most people do. It's what you guys are doing when you're afraid of getting into a relationship. You're afraid because you've put this pressure on yourself that you have to be good at it, which is you not being humble. It's you saying, oh, I should just be good at a relationship, even if I don't have much experience in one. No. Have some humility. Drop your ego. Say, I can suck at this. Have that humility. Seek out answers, which is what Emmy and I did. We would come up with, we would experiment. We would come up with solutions to every problem. You know, anytime we got to a, a hurdle or a, a stumbling block or we said like, fuck, I don't know what we're supposed to do here. Or fuck, I feel really sad or I'm not happy with the relationship. We would try and improve it. We would look for solutions. I would say to her over and over, Every single problem has a solution. We just need to figure out what to do. We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. We're completely lost. And that was a good thing because we were humble. Other people come to relationships with expectations and ideas of how it should work and Hollywood fairy tale, you know, Disney fairy tale notions of like, you know, a woman should always be feminine. 
And the woman will be like, you know, my guy should always be there for me. He should be my rock every single moment. Like we have these expectations, these unwritten or these these stories that we tell ourselves of how the relationship should be. The good thing about Emmy and I is we dro- we didn't have any of that because we were like, we have to be humble. We have no idea what the fuck a relationship should be. Like none. And so you guys need to do the same or I highly recommend you do the same thing <clears throat> when you enter into a, a relationship or like when you upgrade your your upgrade to a relationship and decide to call it a relationship at that point be as humble as you can drop all preconceived notions say let's pretend we know nothing and that's a decent starting point to start from because everything you think you know is just shit that's been programmed into your head by movies by fucking netflix by books by culture by other people around you you actually don't know how to have a good relationship. If you haven't had one before, you don't know. Now, people will tell you all sorts of things. I'm even sitting here telling you right now, I am giving you advice, aren't I? I want you to take everything that even I say with a grain of salt. Think to yourself, hey, maybe that bald-headed fuck Andy doesn't actually know what he's talking about. Maybe I'm just going to drop every preconceived notion. Maybe no one knows what they're talking about. And I'm just going to be humble and take every day as it comes and focus on solutions to every problem and take responsibility and not blame my partner. And I will just experiment and see what works. And we'll have a growth mindset. We'll give ourselves permission to suck at the start. We're probably going to be shit. We'll probably be shit for the first two or three years. Imi and I were. It took us about three years to get good at this relationship. Obviously, it's not like binary. You improve that whole time. We didn't just wake up after three years and suddenly we're good. No, we gradually improved. But Give yourself permission to suck, have humility, take everything with a grain of salt. Even what I'm telling you right now, take that with a grain of salt and just go back to basics, which is what we do with our self-improvement, right? All of the philosophies I teach you come back to some very, very, very basic principles, three basic principles for success. Number one, give yourself permission to suck. Every new goal you you start, you're going to suck at the start. So you have to be humble. You have to give yourself permission to suck at the start because you probably will suck. Give yourself permission to suck. Number two, just do a little bit every single day to improve. That's it. Just a tiny bit. Baby steps. I also call this the slight edge, which if you haven't read that book, go and read it, the slight edge. But just take a little bit of action every day. Take some baby steps to move forward just a tiny little bit and then Step three, don't quit. That's it. That's the formula for success. Every single person who has ever succeeded at everything has done that. They have been consistent, which is doing something every day. They sucked at the start and they didn't care enough to quit. That's it. And then they just kept going and never stopped. They didn't quit. That's it. That's the formula for success. Every single entrepreneur, every single fucking person who's built a massive business or had an amazing relationship or gotten laid a ton or, you know, had a bunch of friends, whatever, anything anyone has ever achieved, it boils down to those principles. And different people will state those principles in different ways. Like some people will say, you got to just show up every day. That's the same thing as my second principle of just do a little bit every day. Or some people say, you just got to be consistent and hang in there. That's the same way as saying, do something every day and don't quit. Other people will say, you know, I just decided I was going to win at all costs. That's the same thing as not quitting. People will phrase it in different ways, but it all boils down to those three principles. Be okay with sucking. 
<clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Be okay with sucking at the start. Do a little bit every day to move forward and don't ever quit. And a relationship, absolutely the same thing. If you want a brilliant, beautiful, amazing, killer, legendary relationship, you want a God tier relationship, give yourself permission to suck at the start. Even if you're good at relationships, you've never been in a relationship with this person, have you? So you you don't fully know them. And you don't tell me you know them if you've only been seeing each other for six months or a year. No, you don't fully know someone until, you know, four years into a relationship. Probably I'm going to look back and say you don't fully know someone until 10 years into a relationship. So give yourself permission to suck at the start or to just not be perfect if you want to phrase it like that. You don't have to suck, but give yourself the option of sucking or it's okay to suck or that's why I say give yourself permission to suck. I'm not saying you have to suck. You don't have to take me up on the offer to suck, but you're giving yourself permission to suck. It's okay if you suck. You don't have to be perfect. Do something every day to improve the relationship or improve yourself. Focus on your own self-improvement above all else, of course, and that will naturally improve the relationship. But there's a lot you can do to improve the relationship as well. A relationship is just a skill. It's something you can grind away at and improve and get better at over time. And then don't quit. Don't just quit because you guys had an argument. Don't give up because you had a little fight. Go, no, fuck this. We're going to make this work. Every problem has a solution. Yeah, I don't like you right now. I feel angry at you right now. I don't actually really want to spend time with you right now. How do I fucking fix that? I want to fucking fix that. Even at the times where you don't like the other person, I think most of you want to be a loyal man or any women listening. You want to be a loyal woman. I think almost every human being wants to be loyal. You want to be someone who doesn't just quit when the going gets hard. And so even when your brain is telling you like, oh, I don't like this person, like fuck this person. Do you want to just back out of the commitments that you make? No, you want to make it work. So every problem has a solution. Don't fucking quit. Bring it back to those three principles. Again, I'm going to goddamn repeat them. I'm going to drill these into you for the rest of my entire existence. If I get people to understand one concept, it's these three principles. So I'm going to repeat them again. Give yourself permission to suck at the start of the relationship. It's okay if you're not perfect. Do a little bit every single day to improve yourself and improve the relationship. Just baby steps, little tiny bits every day. And don't quit. That's it. Another thing that can really help is taking things one day at a time. Focusing on the present. I didn't look too far ahead, neither did Immy, and say, you know, will we still be together in a couple of years? Like, will we be happy? People do that way too much in relationships. They focus on the distant future instead of saying, you know, will we be happy in the future? Like, how the fuck could you even know that? All you need to say is, let's focus on being happy right now, today, in this moment. That is the one thing you have control over. You don't know if you will be happy in a year or two years. How can you know that? You also can't control if you'll be happy in a year or five years. How do you control that? How do you even begin to control that? You can't. Or if you were to say, yeah, I can control how happy I will be in in a year from now. I just have to. And then whatever you say next is going to start in the present day, isn't it? Like if you say to me, no, Andy, I can ensure that we'll be happy in a year. All I have to do is just spend time focusing on her and she focuses on me and we focus on our own self-improvement and we build something together. And I say, how do you start that? And you say, well, today I would start by, yes, 
today. You would start your self-improvement today. So there is no controlling the future. Or if you're trying to control the future or trying to have an impact on the future, the way you do that is by taking action right now, don't you? And so focus on the now. Stop obsessing about the future. You won't know where you'll be a year from now. And anything you do to try and control a year from now has to start with right now. So focus on today. That's how you build a God-tier relationship. You focus on today. You make today the best day you possibly can. And then tomorrow you wake up and you go, how do I make today the best day I can make it? And then the day after that, you wake up, how do I make today the best day I can make it? Every single day, do that. Building an amazing relationship is like anything else. You build it one day at a time. You know, like the old cliche, Rome wasn't built in a day. I recently did a YouTube video on my channel called Don't Look at the Mountain. So go to my YouTube channel, Kill You in a Loser. Just search for mountain on my channel. I did a video, don't look at the mountain. And the point of this was me saying, when you have a goal, let's say, you know, you want to lose a ton of weight. Imagine that that goal is a mountain. It's like a mountain you have to climb. It's a metaphorical mountain. You have to climb that mountain. You have to lose like 50 pounds. What I said is don't look too far up that mountain. Like don't look at how far you have to go. Don't say, oh my God, I got to lose 50 pounds. That's going to take me like a year. Oh my God, it's going to be so hard. That's like 365 days I have to like reduce my calories and I got to walk 300, like you can overwhelm yourself. So what I said in that video is no, all you have to do is lose half a pound. That's like fucking nothing. You can do that in the next three days. You can do that today. You can lose half a pound today and focus on that. Focus on, all right, today I'm just going to do a bit of, go for a little bit of a walk and I'm going to eat 2,300 calories. Easy. I can do that. Do that, and then tomorrow, do the same thing. Tomorrow, do the same thing. The day after that, do the same thing. Every day, just wake up and look at the step you have to take, the next step, and stop looking so far ahead because you just overwhelm yourself and you feel hopeless and you feel like, I'm never going to make it. There's too far to go. It's going to take me too long. I don't know if I can be that patient. I don't want to wait several years for my goal. That fucking sucks. So don't look up the mountain. The same thing with relationships. Don't look so far ahead in the future. Don't look at the top of the mountain and say, man, I want to get to a point where we're super happy and we never argue and everything's wonderful and we really love each other and we push each other with our goals and stop looking at the mountain. Focus on today. My relationship with Emmy, we didn't just wake up one day and suddenly we're happy and we don't fight and we don't argue and everything's wonderful. No, we argued a hell of a lot in the early days. Okay, I won't say a hell of a lot, but we it's a hell of a lot compared to where we are right now. We argued probably once every two weeks. Not a big fight, not a big argument, but we would disagree and we would get emotional like probably every two weeks after, you know, that was in the first couple of years. And we slowly kept improving every time we were patient, we were humble. We didn't say, man, will there ever be a day where we never disagree with each other? No. We just said, all right, this disagreement, how do I see things from your point of view? And how do you see things from my point of view? And if you're not ready to see things from my point of view, let's just wait 20 minutes and see how you feel. I won't be mad at you. You won't be mad at me. We're just a bit emotional right now. Let's just wait and see how we feel. You wait 20 minutes, you calm down, you feel better. You go, okay, I'm ready to listen now. That We just talk things one day at a time rather than looking up this mountain. So focus on today. Another one of my philosophies that I say a lot is, what can I do right now? So in every moment, you would ask yourself, what can I do right now? Like, what action can I take? What would be the best use of my time? What do I want to do right now? 
and ask yourself in every moment of the relationship, what can I do right now to make this relationship fucking amazing? And then just do that. If you ask yourself every day, hey, what do I want to do today to make this relationship amazing? What do I feel like doing that to just make this relationship fucking killer? Do that every day. Little tiny baby steps. You don't even have to do anything fucking amazing, by the way. Just tiny little bits every day. And sometimes those answers will be, well, I just need to work on myself. Like, I don't actually need to do anything to make the relationship amazing. Let me just improve myself and then share that with her. And she does the same. That's the answer a lot of the time, by the way. But if you do this every day, boom, you have a killer relationship. That's what an amazing relationship is. Just waking up every day and saying, hey, how do I want to make a little bit of progress in the relationship today? Think of a relationship as a skill that you improve or something you build or, you know, a self-improvement project, a goal. You just wake up every day, take a little bit of action, move forward a little bit, make some progress. A relationship is progress. You want to be like a year from now, you want to be in a better position than you are right now with your relationship, right? All of you understand that concept. It's not a mainstream concept. Most people don't think of a relationship as progress or a, a, a goal or a skill set or a mission to be on. They just think like, oh, I'm just going to get with this person and then we can just relax and be complacent. But if you ask yourself, how do I make progress in my relationship every day? How do I keep building? How do I like improve this? Man, that's a killer fucking relationship. So I'm super, super, super glad if it doesn't come across, I think it does, but if it doesn't come across, I'm so goddamn glad that I took a chance with Emmy, even though I was terrified, even though she was too, and taking it like that one day at a time and not having expectations, like when I say not having expectations, that's another way of me saying we gave ourselves permission to suck. Like we didn't have expectations of how wonderful the relationship had to be. We didn't have expectations of like, you will complete me. You'll be my one and true love. Like you're the one for me. You're my soulmate. No, we didn't have any of those expectations, which by the way, when you have those expectations, you are guaranteeing yourself disappointment. Looking at another person and saying, you're my soulmate is guaranteeing yourself disappointment. You will be disappointed many, many, many times, but that disappointment will come quicker than you think. Like the one day they're really grumpy or the one day you're not feeling chemistry between the two of you or the one day they wake up and they're just kind of not, they don't groom themselves or whatever because they're just having a miserable day or the one day they're sick or something. And you look at that person and you're like, but you're supposed to be my soulmate. Why aren't you perfect today? It's like you're fucking disappointing yourself. That was retarded, wasn't it? Why did you have expectations that they would be your soulmate or they'd be the one for you or that they would complete you? What do you do on the day when they don't complete you? You sit there and you think your whole world is falling apart. You're like, oh my God, but you're supposed to be the one for me. You're supposed to be my 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 honey bun. And, and I don't feel it today. Oh my God, something's wrong. It's like, no, nothing's wrong, except that you told yourself these bullshit stories. You lied to yourself and told yourself these stories of how the other person was going to be perfect for you and complete you. No, you had expectations and expectations are a surefire way to be disappointed. There's a really good Buddhist philosophy. I fucking love this quote. Buddhist quote that says, eventually everybody lets you down. And that might sound very cynical of like, oh, wow, man, they're saying that humans suck. No, no, no. They're saying if you have expectations, you will be let down. If you have expectations, you will be disappointed. If you expect other people to behave the way you want them to behave, one day they won't. They're their own person. I don't know if we if we know this, but other people have their own likes and dislikes and preferences, and sometimes they're grumpy, sometimes they're a bitch, sometimes they're an asshole, sometimes they're whatever they want to be that day. 
Maybe they don't want to be that, but they just are because, you know, humans are emotional. Humans are random and, and arbitrary at times. And so if you have expectations that the relationship is going to be perfect or that your your partner is going to be your soulmate and it's going to be magical every day and we're going to feel so strongly for each other every day. No, you will have days where you wake up and you don't like the other person. You will. There will be plenty of those days. And in those moments, if you don't have expectations, you can literally say to them, oh yeah, I wasn't supposed to like you every day. I've said that to Emmy so many times. We didn't have expectations. And there's been so many times where I didn't like her and I'll say, you know, I don't really like you very much right now. And she's like, yeah, I don't like you very much right now. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Um, how do we improve that? And we just figure out the fucking solution and we go, okay, well, why don't I like you right now? Well, it's because you weren't working on your goals for a little bit. And maybe I had expectations that you would. So maybe it's my own expectations or maybe you did get lazy, you know, and you work through it and you talk through it and you fix it. You solve the problem. But if you have expectations that there'll be like magic or the relationship will be perfect, then the first moment you don't like each other, you'll go, oh my God, something's wrong. The relationship must be wrong. Maybe they're not my soulmate. Maybe I should go out there and find my actual soulmate and just disappoint myself again and again and again and again, trying to find the one instead of building a fucking good relationship. Imagine if we did that with anything else. Like you just, the second your friend says something that you don't agree with, you're just like, oh my God, but I thought this was supposed to be my perfect friend. Like, what the fuck? Why does he have preferences that are slightly different from my own? What the fuck? Maybe we're not meant to be friends. Maybe I should go and find a different friend. It's like, no, the problem is you and your expectations. So letting go of the expectations was a huge cheat code for Imogen and I. Absolutely. So that's my recommendation to you guys. Take things one at a time. Don't have expectations. Give yourself permission to suck. Improve a little bit every day and don't quit. And as I said at the very, you know, earlier in this podcast, take everything even I'm saying with a grain of salt. The way you get better at a relationship or the way you build an elite relationship is to just throw out all your preconceived notions and take it one fucking day at a time. Like decide that you're going to build something amazing and then build that. If you guys are super keen to do what I've done and build the relationship that I've built, you know, something like it, you can't have my relationship. Sorry, Emmy likes me. She won't like you guys. Uh, she might like you guys. Some of you guys are pretty fucking nice, but I got in there first. But if you would like a, a relationship like I have with Emmy, you know, let me help you guys. Sign up for coaching. I've got one-on-one -on -one or group if you prefer. And one thing that I love doing when I have a, a coaching client that comes to me and says, all right, I want a relationship like you, or, or I want a relationship different to you. You don't have to have my relationship. I would want you to have the relationship you want. But they'll come to me and say, hey, I want a fucking killer relationship. And so the first thing we do is we sit down and we map out exactly what kind of woman you want to go and seek out. Like, what does she look like? What does she sound like? What are her principles? What are her values? What is she? What kind of mother would she eventually be? Like, blah, 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 blah. Literally map her out, figure out what your deal breakers are, and then other things which would just be nice to have. And what you find is when you map out you know, the kind of woman you want to seek out. A lot of the stuff on there is stuff that you can just build. Like maybe you want a woman who's like hardcore into self-improvement. At the start, she might not be. You can just build that. You can like teach her self-improvement. I did that with Emmy. Like a lot of this stuff is stuff that you can build with her or, or mentor her or gently push her or just you grow together. So I really love like mapping out what the the woman that a guy wants. I love doing that. It's like my favorite thing to do when I first sit down with a guy. And then on top of that, I will get him to, or I will get you if you sign up for coaching, to map out what your perfect li life looks like. 
Like, and then you, we sit there and I break down the steps of how you work towards that life and how you work towards building or finding that woman. It's a bit of both. Like you do grow together and you also want to find a woman who's like willing to grow with you and how you can start building that right fucking now. Cause a lot of people sit there and wait. They really do. I see so many guys like fucking around, hoping that love will just like magically find them. Like, fuck that. No, you have to be proactive with this shit you have to make shit happen especially if we're talking about building an elite relationship which i'm assuming all of you listening that's something you want right like you're not here to half-ass a relationship you're not here to have like a complacent decent okay-ish relationship where we fight all the time and you know i don't really respect her and she doesn't really respect me and but we stick together because i guess we both want kids and we i just we're gonna just i guess make it work like that that's not what most of you want you want something elite and so you have to be proactive with that please 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 do not be a passenger in your love life i know because I've talked about getting laid a lot. I know most of you understand this concept with getting laid. You're like, yeah, I want to be proactive. I want to go out there and meet women. I want to choose which women I have sex with and date. Like, I want to be a proactive leader in that. I don't want just whichever woman will be nice to me because no offense to those women, but they're probably not what I'm looking for. I don't want the women that are just desperate to be with anyone. I want the kind of women that I want. It's time... And I'm going to start pushing this notion more, obviously, as I do more of this relationship podcast. It's time for you guys to do the same thing with your intimate relationships. I think because of everything I gave at the start or everything I talked about in you know the last couple of years has been getting laid stuff, you guys are all pretty fucking solid on how to get laid. Maybe you need a little bit of help. Maybe you need a bit of a push. But but most of the the ideas are there. I've I've written enough. There's enough info out there. There's less that I've done on relationships. So I'm now at the stage where I'm saying, yeah, you got to be goddamn proactive with this shit. And all these podcasts and all the YouTube videos I'm doing on my channel, which go check those out, by the way, I have even more content on my YouTube channel that's not on here. So I've got lots of relationship content on there, but I'm going to be really pushing this idea of like, you want to be taking an active, proactive, you know, extreme ownership role in your love life, in your relationships. I'm also eventually going to do podcasts and, and shit like that on marriage and having kids. I'm not getting married and I don't have kids, but there's still quite a bit I can say there. And so I really want to drill it into you guys that like, we're talking about your fucking future here, like getting laid. Yes, sure. Take a proactive role. Of course, that's important. But when we're talking about your love life, like, God damn, man, you really got to put some effort and thought into that. Because we're talking about like the next couple of years. And yes, you can always leave a relationship. But do you want to be the person that just leaves every fucking relationship because they didn't actually enter it seriously with responsibility and with intent? No, we're talking about your goddamn future here. So please don't fuck around with this. Please have some intent. Be a man. Be proactive. Make shit happen. If you want a relationship and you want it to be the best relationship of all time, let me help you. Sign up for coaching with me. And we will build something fucking amazing for you.